one man, one mission to rid the world of low standard and mediocre acting once and for all. Brian Timoney, the world's leading authority on method acting, brings you powerful, impactful, volcanic acting and business of acting techniques in his special acting podcasts. It's Brian Timoney's World of Acting, Unplugged and Unleashed. Hi, it's Brian Timoney here and uh, welcome on to today's podcast. Now, today I'm going to be talking about character and the creation of character, or as I like to, to call it, the giving in to character. Um, look, I'm going to start off with something controversial because I, I think that a lot of actors and aspiring actors go about character character creation in the wrong way. Um and I'll, I'll tell you the reason for that, because I think that um, when people think about creating a character, you know, obviously somebody different from themselves, that they, they see them as, as somebody different from themselves. They see them as a, almost like a separate entity outside of them. Um, but here's the thing that you've got to remember is that characters are only created through you. And the only way that you can create them is using you. So first and foremost, we have to come to an understanding that in order to create a character, we have to use ourselves. And they're not separate from us. Um, They are you. And the more that you can actually approach it thinking that they are you, the better. Um, So I've seen, I've dealt with, you know, hundreds of actors and aspiring actors over the years. And um, it's one of the most common mistakes that I see. And what actually happens is that the, the actor starts to modify their behavior, the way they walk and talk and behave, etc., in a very sort of um, thought-out, logical way. So they've sat down almost with a piece of paper and thought, right, the character's like this. And they think, uh, you know, I get a sense that they're they're a bit like this, they're a bit like that. And then they go into the rehearsal room or they go into, um, you know, to scene study. And they start to try and execute that logical, thought-out, um, character. Now the problem is there's a big difference between logic and actually being and feeling. Um, you can't logic your way into character. You can't logically just say, you know what, this character's impulsive, therefore I'm impulsive, or this character talks like this and therefore I'm going to talk like this. If you do that, more often than not, it, bec- it comes across as being really um, artificial. It doesn't come across as truthful. So um, so the first thing is that you've got to come to a realization that they are you. You've got to start with you. And over a period of time of working on the material, you start to give in to character. Um, let me use an example here. I guess one of the best actors of all time who does complete character transformation is Daniel DeLuce. Unfortunately, he's uh, retired recently, which is sad, really, because um such an amazing actor. And... Um, has had the ability to truly transform into other people before your eyes, if you like. So how did he do this? Well, being a method actor, he understands that it's got to really, truly come from him and not just, you know, thinking about it abstractly away from himself. It's like he's got to start with himself and then start to make and sense who that character is and start to make those changes towards character. So, for example, he said that um, when he was doing Abraham Lincoln, that the way that he gets a character's voice is that he starts to hear it in his mind 
as he's working on the material. Now, Daniel Day-Lewis admittedly spends a long time on character. You know, he's only, he's done a handful of films over his career and he spends, you know, like six months just working on character before he even gets to filming. So, um, so he does have that luxury, but it's not to say that you can't follow a similar process in, in, a, in a faster way, but as long as you're aware of how to do it, then you can apply it. So he says that he listened, you know, as he's working on the material, working on the script and going through it, trying to understand who this person is, he says, I start to hear a voice. He says that internally, he says not externally, internally, I start to hear this voice. And if it pleases me, he says, I continue to, to hear that. And he says, and eventually then I get it out of me and I start to create that voice. So, I would say that Daniel Day-Lewis is the, the the master, if you like, of giving into character, because because to be able to create a character that's completely authentic, that is that just looks like you are that person, you can't get to it just through a logical, thought out execution of that. Um, you have to take a a more organic approach. You have to take a slower approach rather than rushing to character. Now, one of the other things that I've seen over the years is that when people start rehearsals, particularly, you know, say you get a play and you turn up for the first day of rehearsals, you know, it happened on film as well, is that um, that somebody's thought about that character entirely before they've got to the rehearsal room, developed it entirely, and um, probably hasn't spent that much time on it either. You know, probably thought about it for a week or two and then turned up with this idea and execute it. Now, the problem with that, you might say, well, what's the problem with that? Well, the problem with it is it's got nowhere to go. It's got nowhere to grow. Um, usually people that turn up with characters on day one, they, um, they don't grow over the period of the rehearsal. And that's what a rehearsal is actually for. Now, whether that rehearsal actually takes place in a rehearsal room, you know, with the other actors, or whether it takes place in your front room at home, um, it doesn't really matter. It's the work that has gone on on that character over time um, in order to, to, to kind of really feel them. Um, an interesting story about this, um, about not rushing, is that um, when Al Pacino, he was working on, um, I believe it was Merchant of Venice, and he did the the first read through, and all the other actors were there, and you know they were acting their bollocks off, and you know they were really going for it. And you can imagine there was a lot of there was you know basically Al Pacino was in the room, so people probably wanted to impress him too. So for all the wrong reasons, probably people were um, you know trying to to bring their A game and come into a conclusion right away. This is what Al Pacino did. He basically read through the script without any kind of understanding of character without trying to put any emotion onto it he simply read it um, the director came up to him at the end and, and asked him because he was a bit worried he thought I'd never worked with Al Pacino before how is he you know what is he doing here and he asked him how are you working and he said look he said on day one of a rehearsal he said I don't know who this person is I've got no idea he says so why would I rush to a conclusion immediately about who they are and start to talk in a funny voice or behave in a certain way when I don't really know who they are yet. He said, I've got to spend time with this to really understand who they are. And that's how a real acting artist works. They don't rush, they take their time and over time they give in to character. So let me explain this idea of giving in to character because you may think, well, yeah, that sounds interesting, but how does it actually work? 
Well, when I'm working with um, my students, what I try and get them to do most of the time is start to sense the character as they work on a scene. So it's actually something that happens in real time as they're actually doing it. So not just, you know, obviously they do homework away from doing the scene. You know, they think about who the character is, where they came from, their background. They do a lot of research. But at the end of the day, they have to feel who that person is, not just logically understand them. And so as you begin to work on the script, you begin to get, as you're doing it, you know, and as long as you go in doing it from zero, if you like, from a blank sheet, that's important, by the way, that you go in as a blank sheet, that you don't go in with anything preconceived, and you basically let the material live. And when you do that, you begin to sense certain things. You start to notice certain things for you about who this person is and how they behave and how they interact. And as you're doing it, you allow those impulses, those desires to do things or behave in a way or to walk in a certain way, whatever it is, to happen in the moment. And you take those impulses as they arise. Now, what happens when you do this is that you create something extremely organic and real and authentic. Um, the authenticity kind of goes through the roof. Because you're not trying to um, layer in on top or force a particular way of being. You're allowing it to happen spontaneously. Now, as it happens, each time you go back to the material, you allow that to continue. You allow that to grow. You allow it to, to, to breathe. In the same way that Daniel did when it came to the voice. Now, not only did he, would he have done that with the voice, he would have done it with everything with regards to the character. You know, the, their behavior. You know, how do they behave? How do they interact? How do they look at someone? Or how do they not look at someone? <laughs> Actually, if you go and see Daniel DeLewis's uh, most recent movie, um, his final movie, by all accounts, uh, Phantom Thread, what's really interesting about his character his time is it's how he doesn't look at people. You know, how he um, sometimes is shy to do that or doesn't want to or for whatever reasons that Daniel may have. He's chosen at times that the character really has difficulty sometimes making eye contact. Other times he doesn't. So there's, there's, there's a sense of a complex character emerging um, from that because he's allowed that character to really organically grow and he's given into it as, as he's progressed with the work. Now, interestingly, one of the things that Daniel gets ridiculed for most is that he stays in character during filming. Um... Now, and I, and I guess there's been quite a few method actors that have done this and almost a method gets a reputation for this now. But the truth is it was never la really laid down in the method that you have to stay in character, um, etc. Especially when the method was being formed because back in the day, back in Van Tangoff's day, Stanislavski and um, Demidoff's day, they didn't, you know, movies and TV didn't really exist. Or they were in very, very early stages of it. So, um, you know, when they were thinking about the work, it was in regards to theatre. And theatre is a completely different animal, you know, because basically in theatre, you have the opportunity to really live through that, that piece from beginning to end. But in film, you don't. You know, the film, a two-minute scene might take all day to film. Two minutes of screen time. Um, you know, filming it from like, you know, four or five different angles, many different takes on each angle, each actor, etc. So actually, it can be quite hard 
to maintain character because you might only, you're not on set the whole time. You know, maybe half the day the crew are setting up, and the other half maybe you're getting to shoot. But you have to be able to have a way of, of snapping in and out of character then. And some actors don't like to do that, like Daniel, because he feels, as in a way, he's taking a, a fairly theatrical uh, practice approach to filmmaking, which is, well, you know what? I'm here to I'm here to do to be this character and to do this piece today. So therefore, I'm going to stay in character this whole duration because it's easier for him. He says it's easier for him to do it that way. He said rather than ch- chatting to people and socialising, he said, "I just like to stay in character that way. I don't need to to work at trying to get into back into character." So um, those are a few things to to think about. And the next time that you're working um, on a scene. You know, try experiment. Just go into it as a blank, as a blank canvas, and um, beginning to sense who this person is, and giving in to those impulses and desires, and uh, and seeing how it goes. So that's my thought for the day. Um, uh, take care, and I look forward to speaking to you on the next one. You've been listening to Brian Timoney's World of Acting. For a full transcript of today's show, go to www.worldofacting.com. We'll see you next time.